Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. Gordon here with Olivia. Hey. Hello. Track isn't over apparently. It's not. We did nine days of it in a row. We got four days off, and now we're back at it. Now we're back at it. We're in a different studio. I like it. We were remote. Yes. Now we're not remote. We're in this studio, but this is temporary. Yeah. We're in the studio between. We're in between studios. Yes. How do you feel about the vibe? I, I like was in here earlier this week, so I was like, I'm really feeling it. Shout out to Tyler and Flow Production for it. Not gonna lie, temporary studio. I like better than the old studio, and I may like temporary studio better than the new studio. But we, we don't know what the new studio. I just well, have a, okay. I, just, I have a feeling. Well, I'm okay. going to fall in love with this one, <laughs> and then come November when we're in the real studio, I'm going to be like, I kind of just want to do the podcast. I just like studio. it. I feel like it's cozy. I love the lights. We got well, we share one mic. We share one mic. I do miss my own mic though. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I like picking it up, and I can't touch it. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> but Diamond League, Zurich, you thought that track was over, but hold up. They had some unfinished business. We had the Diamond League today in Zurich. We have one in China in a couple days. Yes. Or Brussels. No, China first. China in a couple days this weekend. And then we'll have Brussels a little bit after that. And then Prefontaine, the Diamond League final in mid-September. We also have a few other continental, continental tours, tours live, on, that. live yep. on flow track. Yep. Cross country season starts this weekend. Yes. We it's have, a busy time. We have cross country rankings out on our website. I ranked busy. the top 255 individuals. I was up late. How late do you think I was up? I don't want to know. It was late. It's 2 a.m. Wait, how long have you been working on it? Oh, like a month. But I got distracted with worlds. I got <laughs> so take a week out of that. Yeah, I got distracted with the, the sun and the Austin heat. Like I was, you know, you tired were, from the Wait, heat. you finished it when? I finished it Today? At, no. Well, wait. Wednesday what? night at like 2 a.m. So Thursday morning. Yes. So today. Mm-mm. But, I was asleep at 2. Yeah, I was working. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go over cross-country stuff next week on Monday. We want to talk about Zurich. But before we talk about Zurich, we got to talk about wonderful pistachios. Because they're absolutely wonderful, Gordon. What do you have to say about that? Well, are you looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that is packed with protein, Gordon? Because 
take a crack into this good source of protein with a tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving of wonderful pistachios contains six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It's one of the highest protein nuts out there, but that's not all. Pistachios are also known for their fiber and better for you unsaturated fats, which may help you keep feeling fuller longer. And what's the best part about it? As we're in the midst of this craziness with Diamond League meets, continental tours, cross countries beginning, school starting, wonderful pistachios comes in, in a variety of flavors, sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family, when you're with your friends, in between meetings, all the things as you're dropping the kid off. So make sure you fill up with a healthy and tasty snack. Wonderful Pistachios will be your new go-to snack. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can fuel up your day. Thank you, wonderful pistachios. Let's get into it. Let's talk about Zurich. But before we talk about Zurich, there's been some, you know, it, it's hard for track and field to get into the mainstream sports news, to get on debate shows, ESPN, Fox Sports 1, all that stuff, having notable athletes and other sports talk about it. And Noah Lyles, with just a single quote, found a way to get the attention of the sports media and the broader picture mm -hmm. now i have a certain i have a take to noah lyle's take and some people might disagree with it but before i get into that let's talk for people who've been living under a rock because you shouldn't be because worlds just happened yeah noah lyle's was talking in the press conference about you know he's he's won three world titles mm -hmm. i'm not sure if this is after his 100 title the 200 title or the i think four it was by after one. i think it was after the two because it felt more recent yeah but it might have been after the one and we just kind of didn't highlight it because track and field was going on. Mm, but okay. anyway. It was recent, within in, the last week. In the press conference, he's quoted saying, world champion of what, question mark? The United States? Calling out the NBA for calling themselves world champions. You could also say this is calling out Major League Baseball because they call it the World Series. Mm -hmm. I, the NFL probably is world champion. They might. They may. They might. But a lot of American-based team sports use world champion, even yep. though they only take place in Canada and the United States. Mm -hmm. So Noah Lyles throws out the grenade, and people react. Yes. Everyone's reacting. Everyone react At this point, yeah. Drake react reacted. Drake said he thought this speech was going to be so hard in the mirror the night before. Now the whole league doesn't rate you. Did Noah Lyles practice his speech in the mirror before? I feel like he did. He definitely did. This was not something he came up with in the moment. This is something he journaled. He wrote down. He He's, journaled? I wouldn't go that far. He prepared this. So Drake is kind of has a point there. I don't know. Noah Lyles did not say this in the moment. Noah Lyles 100% 100 prepared this So you felt like during the midst of the six rounds he's done... The 100, the 200, the 4 by Again, this was within the last week. You feel like he sat there in front of the mirror and, like, practiced this, wrote this down. Yes. And was like, this Thousand is what percent. I'm going to say in the press conference. Thousand percent. You th Noah Lyles I don't think has so. been telegraphing his whole I don't think image. Noah Lyles has that kind of time. He to does. To be sitting there thinking about his speech that he's going to give at the press conference. He prepares no. what he wears when he walks out to a That's invitational different. track. He, That's different. Do you think he prepares what he's going to do when he's in the starting blocks when the camera's on him? Yes. 
He prepared. I feel like he does that in the moment. Like, of course, he we see similar things. Like, he's getting the crowd hype. Like, that's just part of who Noah Lyles is. But I don't think he's like, camera's on me. Okay, what am I going to pull out of the hat for my introduction? He prepared for ripping his jersey off after he won the title last year in the 200. Are you sure? Yeah. He was quoted. He asked. He said, like, he had, you know, asked him if they, he practiced ripping it off. He's like, oh, well, I... I'm not sure exactly what he said, but he did admit that he was kind of thinking about doing that if he want. Noah Lyles hmm. for, wants to make sure his image is the right image he wants to pursue in front of the camera, so he thinks about it. There's no shame in that. Right. But he definitely was like, what's something I could say that would mm -hmm. get headlines? And he 100% said the right thing to get headlines. So, okay, let's, go, let's keep going. Okay, so this was said... People yeah. were reacting. Basketball players reacted. Yes. Kevin Durant said, somebody help this brother. <laughs> I was cracking up when I saw that. I was like, okay, go ahead. I, I mean, know you're going to give your take. Go ahead. Aaron Gordon, this one was, this, Aaron Gordon, this is a bad take. Aaron Gordon said he could smoke him in a 200. That, I need you to, yeah. That should you be. You need to have a full seat. Absolutely not. There are more things, that's like the most wrong thing you can say about anything, is saying you would smoke no allows in the 200 for a non-runner to say they can smoke no exactly. allows in the 200. Exactly. I don't even think Arian Knighton can say he can smoke no allows in the 200. He hasn't done it yet. So he hasn't done it yet. No. So that's no. a basketball player thinking they can smoke no that's also that's ignorance. That's like me saying I can dunk on like Kevin Durant or something. Yeah. Like no I'm not going to go that far. I know my boundaries. Yeah. Absolutely not. I was about to make fun of myself, but I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll stay away from that. There's a lot of opportunity there. So Aaron, I knew where you were going. I was with in, that uh, too. Aaron Gordon, you, you need to throw that out. Oh you, man. KD, that's more funny. All right, then Shakari got involved. Yes. Shakari said, "I'm standing with Noah on this one," which is like, does she stand against Noah on other things? Maybe. What's but she's she saying, mm, maybe. That, when be. I first read that, I was like, "Oh, what's the thing that you don't stand with Noah on?" I don't know. Maybe I'm reading. I'm know. definitely reading too much into it. <laughs> no allows the organization have players from different countries, but they compete against different countries. You have to go against the world in order to be world champion. And then Greg Popovich, Spurs coach in 2010, did say that he doesn't think they should call the NBA champions world champions because they don't go outside the borders. Right. Now here's. Do you want to give your take on this? No. Let's go with your You team. want me to go first? Yes. Gordon first? Gordon first. So, first of all, this means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Who cares what we call it? Okay. I don't think... Wait, whatever. Like, why is it a... Why does it matter? Why does it... Why do you care what someone calls themselves? Like, let them live their life. Let the NBA players call themselves intergalactic champions for all I care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Call themselves... Do they need to be like North America? You know, they have the... All I know is that whoever wins the NBA and whoever is the NBA MVP is the best basketball player on the planet. There's no basketball player... On, on the a, planet? A thousand percent. If you're the NBA MVP, you're the best basketball player on the planet. Wait, hold on. Name a basketball player who doesn't play in the NBA who's better than an NBA player. It's okay, go ahead. That doesn't exist. Okay. It's the best players in the league. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hold on. But... <laughs> All of it goes down to this one take, and uh, 
podcast, fellow podcast colleague in a different company, Barstool, great podcast, part of my take. They reacted to this, and PFT had a great take. Let's run it. This is my real reaction. So good point. Yeah, this is the dumbest debate ever, especially when you consider all the best players in the world play in the NBA. This is track and field being like, please like my sport. Yeah. And then you think like, think about some of those Spurs teams. Right there. The Spurs when they won, maybe they're like. Yeah, that's it. This is track and field being like, please like my sport. Mm. Track and field has this problem. Mm. They constantly have this loser energy where they say, ooh, please like us. We are cool too. We're fast. We have, we're faster than Tyreek Hill. Oh, we are more of a world champion than Kevin Durant or Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. It's all loser energy. Stop trying to beg for the attention of the NBA fan base, the NFL fan base. Fucking glorify. I didn't mean to curse there. Embrace the attention. Embrace the embrace the attention that track and field fans give you. No one. This is not a problem. No track and field fan is saying like, "I love track and field so much, and it'll be so much better if just the NBA would cut the word world champion from their name." Like, no one cares about that. You can like basketball. You can like track. It's all the stupid thing. It's definitely. A please, it's a it's a pick me, it's a like me, it's give me attention moment. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. If Noah Lyles wants Noah... attention, he should call out his competition, not the NBA players. If Noah Lyles wants attention, he should just continue to run fast, and he's doing that. That's the good. But talking about the NBA does nothing for track and field. No one is all of a sudden like, I'm a track fan now. I'm Are a you no- a tr- let me ask you this question: Are you a die like? Do you follow the NBA? Yes. So this is probably this is where I'm like okay I'm not necessarily an NBA like fan like I'm not gonna say if it was on TV cool but I'm not gonna this like definitely schedule my life around the NBA yeah so I feel like the listeners know I I have a problem with the NBA with my Sixers addiction but anyway continue so I feel like you're very passionate about this because you see both sides of it right like you are. In the NBA, you breathe the NBA probably. I'm, I'm in the NBA, yeah. Yes, I'm, you, you breathe it, training right? Training camp starts in a couple weeks. So, so, see, your girl did not know that. But here's my thoughts. I feel like Noah was trying to make a point that he can truly, genuinely say he is a world champion. He competes against people from all over the world at the biggest stage. Nobody else is helping him. Cool. Here are my takes on this. And I had someone actually approach me about this. And they were like, well, they thought it's safe to say that NBA could be considered world champions. They were like, there are people from international countries competing on a team. I'm like, cool. Are they all from the same country? That was my question. They're like, no. So I'm like, how can you define and say that you are a world champion I'm giving you the floor. I'm choosing not to interrupt for a reason. I'm choosing not to interrupt. I'm like, that is... No, you're not a world champion. You're not. You're an NBA... You're part of the NBA. Awesome. I don't think it's considered being a world champion until we get to, like... Gordon. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm going to say what Shakari said. I'm staying with Noah on this one. Who, what does it matter that a entirely different sport uses terminology have anything to do with Noah, Noah Lyles? I guess it doesn't. Does the but Denver Nuggets winning the title? Point. But what, who I? 
What's the reason because for making a Because he's just comparing that he's Why? like, I'm an actual world champion. Was, were people saying he wasn't? No, I don't know. Did maybe, it, maybe, someone in press conference like, I don't like, know what's in his DM. Somebody saying, could have said, you're definitely not a world champion. Yeah, no I one said know. that. No one said that. I don't know. He's making up a uh, argument that no one was arguing. No one maybe was ever saying no one allows is not a world champion. Who says he was trying to start an argument? I think he was just saying, you want me I'm to get a world champion. And now, look at us now. We're all having conversation about it. Okay. You know what I'm going to say? If he say? calls himself an Olympic champion, I'll be like, you can't say that. Why? You're not an Olympic champion. You're a world champion. Because it's the rules of... Like, why do we call Olympic champions not world champions? Because it's a different... It, uh, it's the exact same thing. It's three, yeah, three athletes from every... Technically, yeah. yes. But, like, it's the way... Why don't we, like... Differentiate. It's Isn't it stupid that we differentiate? The Olympics is every four years. It's the Olympics. It's still a world championship. Why don't we call the it Olympics a world, a world championship? You're right, but it's, it it's doesn't the matter. Olympics. Who cares? That's my whole point. It's the Olympics. It's, it's the NBA. It's worlds. <laughs> exactly. No one. This is no one was saying Noah Lyles was not a world champion, and then he says, "I am really sick of me not being known as the world champion." Who was saying that? No one. No one was calling Noah Lyles a fraudulent world champion. I don't think that's what he was trying to say, though. Like he was. I said. He was calling out people that had... Kevin Durant wasn't saying, you're not a world champion. No one was saying that. He, like... He throws a brick into a glass house, and then he says, why do you guys have a brick in your house? <laughs> Maybe that's not the right analogy, but it just made notes. He was picking Maybe a fight for fight no reason. Was for no reason, correct. He should pick but fights. He's just making a statement. He should pick fight, but that statement is loser energy. That statement is, oh, give us attention, NBA fans and NBA Twitter and NBA media punditry. Please talk about us. I don't think it. I don't think that's, that's what it was. Where, I don't think that's where it was going. Thousand percent sets the word. No, it I was a talk was, about me. I don't statement. think he was trying to be like, "How can I fix?" I don't think he's sitting there. He like, thousand percent was doing and that. And was like, "How can I get track and field to be like, like on everyone's mind right now?" That's exactly what he was no, doing. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, it was a thousand percent what he was doing. No, I'm willing to. I'm willing to bet the sixteen hundred dollars that I lost this past week and <laughs> no, double down we on that. Cannot go there anymore. That no allows to I'm say. I'm trying to save your pockets right now. Absolutely right. trying to save your pockets. So you you are on the Noah Lyles. I am. Uh, idealistic world. I'm real realist, and I just think it was all for show and a show that no one wanted to watch. But it has you talking though. Has me talking, but yeah. I'm trying to talk to about how. This is just track and field saying, please like our sport. And I don't like when we do it. Why do we pick fights with, like, in order to grow track and field, you don't do track versus NBA or track versus NFL. You do track versus track. You get Fred Curley, Lamont Jacobs, Coleman, Bromel, all these, and Noel Lyles saying they're all better than each other. You don't see Kevin Durant being like Patrick Mahomes. He's not that great of a, quote, a football player. He doesn't have good hand-eye coordination like I do because I can hit 10 threes, mm. whereas Patrick Mahomes can only throw a football. Mm. Do you ever see Kevin Durant, or do you see NBA players call out NFL players or vice versa? Or baseball players call out NFL players? Again, no. The only, sport, the, the only sport <laughs> that calls out other sports is track. 
Maybe track is a the problem. A lot of people are saying, like, football players all the time say, let me race you. I can beat you in a in a 40. They, don't they say it all the time. No, they only say it when, oh they're, my when gosh, they're called out. I can't out. even tell you how many times I've been, like, at A&M. Like, they only say it when they're called out. Nope, I'm minding my business. And they're like, Liv, let's go race. 40 yard. But I can get you. It happens all the time, Gordon. It happens all the time. Tyreek Hill only called out. All the time. Called out Tyreek Hill. Happens all the well, time. Well, track Twitter calls out Tyreek. Happens all the time. All right. Let's talk about Noah Lyle. He's actually <laughs> running. <laughs> what did he do this <laughs> afternoon? 20 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Noah Lyles runs a 200. And I think this is going to be the overarching theme mm-hmm. of Zurich, which we'll get into maybe later. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's no way Noah's going to lose this race. He's the fastest man in the world. He's won three gold medals. He wins 1980 to uh, Area Knighton's 1987. Zarnell Hughes beats out Ben Eric for third. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we take away from this race? That apparently if you redo the race that happened four days ago, most likely the same thing's going to happen. Most likely, yeah. That's what we saw in this 200. Can't say for all the other events yeah. that happened, but like specifically... In a sprinting event, if you were... How much of your fitness changed in four days? You'd have to eat a lot of junk food and do a lot of really bad things to your body for you to not just be in the same shape four days later. Exactly. Yes. So, no Lyles. Nothing, nothing that surprised me about this race. Even if Knighton beat Lyles, it still would be like, yeah, Lyles is celebrating. just won three titles. Yeah. That's why I don't like this race. It's like, win or lose... For Lyles, you're still going to say Lyles is the best. Right? Maybe, yeah. Yes. I mean, we unless Knight, if Knighton ran like 19-4, then maybe, but... Knight yeah, Knight, exactly. Yeah. But, but they're pretty much... This race, yeah. pretty even. But Noah Lyles, obviously, with the win here. And then same thing, going into the women's 100, Shakira Richardson. Mm-hmm. The field sure has Elaine Thompson hurrah, but Elaine Thompson hurrah is not... Olympic version of Elaine Thompson. Hurrah. Right. She ran a season's best. She's still yet to break 11 seconds in the 100. Mm-hmm. Gets third to her Jamaican uh, Natasha Morrison. But Shakari is just going to cruise. Exactly. I was hoping that, you know, we would have a Sharika or Shelly Ann or Julian Alfred in this yeah. race. Yeah. But when you look at the start list, you're like, these weren't the people who are going to give Richardson a chance of losing. Right. So 1088, maintaining. I'm hoping that Shakari keeps her form though, and like, you know, trains hard through these next two weeks, and that her at pre. Yes. She puts something special, and oh, if she yeah. does it at pre, then that's the like ribbon. And that's the full the circle. Present. Yeah. Because remember, last year or two years ago when she got unjustly kicked out of the Olympics because of marijuana. Mm-hmm. She got like dead last in that yes. yeah, pre-Fontaine yeah. 100 against mm-hmm. Jamaicans and all the other athletes. And then now this is her chance to go back to kind of that you could argue the lowest moment of her career. Right. And not only have the gold medal but then have like that victory on yes. that track that became like a meme and all that stuff. So exactly. I look forward to seeing Shakari in the next couple weeks. Hopefully she runs a pre. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts? No, just 
It is what it is. It is what it is right now, yeah. Zurich Diamond League, it is what it is. It's going to mm-hmm. be the theme. Uh, Sharika Jackson won the 200, 21-8. Again, no competition. Second yeah, place. Yeah, that was the easiest 21-8 I've, I've ever seen. Sharika Jackson literally is just like, okay, wait, you want me to race these people? I mean, I know they're good, but you saw what I just did. I ran 21-4. Right. Uh, you guys know, like, why are we doing this race? For me to, to show up and wave and run 21 8. Earn some points. Keep er- it pushing. Earn some points. Get that appearance fee. Get the little bit of that prize money. Yeah. So the 200 on the men's side, women's side 100, women's 200. Normal things happened. Yes, they did. But normal things did not happen in some other events. Correct. What happened in that 400 meter hurdle race? Yes. That was. I think that was quite. That was the most interesting race for me, I think. Yes. From that in the 1500, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But Warholm, literally just within the last week, gold medalist in Budapest will have to settle for second here because McMaster over here, silver medalist in Budapest, takes the victory in 47-27. And the thing was, he looked the best in this race. He made up the stagger on Warholm within the first 150 meters. And then was just on Warholm the whole time because he had him out in front of him and was able to see every single move, and he just com- like just took it out, and Warholm could not respond. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw this race, I think there was a lot of probably regret, and or just mainly regret or disappointment, probably in McMaster, mm-hmm. in Ride Benjamin, in Allison Dos Santos because they like. We could have beat. We could have beaten Warholm at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Warholm was beatable. That was our moment. I did say you did. You take a that shot was, at the king. You, you best not miss. You said that was like a B race for Warholm. Yeah, B plus B. Yeah. B like somewhere in there. Yeah, that was the opportunity. If you're gonna live in an era where your prime overlaps with Carson Warholm's prime, and that you're gonna look back at the 2023 World Championships and be like. That was my only shot I had to break up his dominance. Yeah. You knew he was going to lose last year because he was hurt. But this year, this is a, this would have been a legit win to beat him. And I got to think McMaster's like, wait a minute. Why couldn't I do this a week ago? Right. Ryan Benjamin's watching on the sideline be like, what the? What? <laughs> wait, hold on. Yeah. We're home. You're going to, you, I should have beat you. Yeah. And I just, it goes to show that like, Maybe there's a little bit of intimidation, or there's maybe over time. I think maybe the other 400 meter runners, hurdlers, are probably thinking like, "I don't think Warholm is beatable." Right now, you, they would never admit that because a professional athlete's never going to say like someone is unbeatable. Right. But I think the fact that once Warholm is kind of like, "I'm done with it. I'm not. I you know." I think I just think there's a lot of regret in the top tiers of the McMasters, the DeSantoses, and the Benjamins, seeing this loss and saying like, Warholm is not an A status right now, and he's going to be A status next year because it'll be the Olympics. Right. And now, the opportunity's gone. The door's closed. But here we come back. What do you think this does for McMaster's confidence now? Because now that he's actually grabbed the victory here. Zurich, do you think 
he carries that with him now moving forward. Like, okay, I beat Warholm like he is. Yeah, I mean, anytime you like, beat Like, I can beat him. Just, like, just, what what do you think now? What do you think is next? Let me look up. When's the last time a healthy Carson Warholm has lost? Like, in a 400 hurdles. I'm going to try to see if I can find the last time he's lost a 400 hurdles healthy. Okay. I don't think he has lost a 400 hurdles healthy since it's hard for me to think of the last time that Warholm okay. hasn't won a race. So besides I, this afternoon. So twenty twenty two we take out because he was not healthy. Okay. Twenty twenty one, he won everything. Okay. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Word year. He won everything. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. He won everything. <laughs> twenty eighteen. Was the last time. So okay. it was we're talking almost five years. Yeah. So 2018, September 8th, 2018 was the last time he lost healthy. And then he just lost healthy today. And again, all these top 400 meter hurdlers are like, Worlds was just last week. Yeah. We just could have beaten healthy. just couldn't put it together when it, when it counted at Worlds, yeah. you know? So... I don't know what else to take from it except that I think this is a lot of like oh, we missed our shot from Worlds. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Another similar. That was exciting. That was an exciting race to watch. Yes, Yarnagus gets the win. Uh, basically passes Josh Kerr on the inside. Yes, the final stretch holds up, beats Kerr at the line, beats him by point oh two. You know, a solid fast race. It wasn't like a 334 race. It was 330, so pace was honest. Yeah. Um, apparently, Josh Kerr was going for the English record. Yeah. Because uh, they had the little the line the there lines. from Mo Farah's English record. Right. Uh, but the world champion just got beat by Yarner Goose, who was what, like fifth or sixth? I, I think it was fifth? fifth. I think it was fifth. I mean, Mo Katir, who almost beat Jakob in the, t in the 5K, was like dead last. He dropped, he fell back all the way. Yep. Kip Singh was, you know, consistent, staying up there in the front. But seeing the Goose win this, again, you have a little bit of like, ooh, what did the Goose do wrong last week that he wasn't be able to be on Jakob's shoulder with Kerr yeah. with that 200 to go? You know, competing at the highest level like that, is one of the most difficult things to do. Like you're at the biggest stage. This is when it really, really counts. So I wonder if like the pressure got to him because when you watch the 1500 meter race, like Nagus was like in the middle top half of this pack. Like he wasn't up in the front with Josh Kerr, who's like striving for Mo Farah's record. All of a sudden you just see him kind of picking up the people as the laps are you know, unwinding, and then that last lap, you just kind of, like, left it out there and was able to push past, like, the last couple meters. So, I don't know if maybe the pressure got to him at the World Championships last week, and, like, this is just like, okay, Diamond League meet. Just gotta put it all together here. That could have been it. Also, cooler temps, too. It's, like, 60 there today. It was, like, high of 68. It's in the evening, so cooler weather. Maybe he felt more comfortable. Less pressure. You press, there's zero pressure. Yeah. Absolutely zero. The amount of Just pressure not. of a Worlds versus the first Diamond League after Worlds. Exactly. 
That's night my, and day. Exactly. It's yes. like releasing the pressure that happened in that submarine when it went down. Oh. And it's like, there's all that pressure and then gone. <laughs> it, we instantly saw just, boom. Not to bring up a tragedy, but, yeah. you know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Oh, we do actually have a super chat. We have him again. This is one of our first super chats. King Naldo just donated $10 to the chat. Oh, awesome. So we got it. We got it. It's about Noah Lyles in the NBA. The chat is going off. A lot of them are on your side, unfortunately. Thank but you. For the ones that are on my side, <laughs> I respect. Uh, it says, American exceptionalism is a fungal viral infection that makes the world sick. Anyone who sports the logic that NBA Finals is the equivalent to a world championship lacks common sense. Yes, there is a little bit oh of... Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Go I... ahead. We're reopening. The no, yeah. Again. For the, re for the record, I'm not defending that NBA champions should be called world champions. What? I'm No, I'm not defending that. What I'm defending is that you, you just, why do you care? It's about caring about it. Why do we care? I think logistically in my brain, it just like does not make sense. Why you know it what also it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. It also they doesn't make sense that the a D world champion when you're competing against there's a lot of things in life that don't make teams sense. Teams in the U.S. in Canada. Why does the D in Disney look like a G? I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Probably the signature. Yeah, but like, why does it look more obvious? There's all things that don't make sense. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it definitely is the reason why the NBA calls themselves world champions. I think is because I don't know if it's American exceptionalism. I think it's more centered around. We believe we are the best, and so you, when you crown someone, you want to just make it extra, extra with confetti, you know, in balloons. When we had the beer mile, we called it the World Championship. Oh goodness! It was in America. We, there was probably some Frenchman who didn't show up, who like is a faster beer miler, but wow. we didn't have the world title. It's when you are doing things, it's funny to call yourself World Champ. I think we should start doing, let's call each other like. Why is it just the world? Why does Noah Lyles call himself like the Milky Way champion? Best in the Milky Way? Or like human champion, all humans. I don't know. Something to think about. Something to think about. Moving forward. Moving forward. <laughs> Alright, let's keep Back going. To, okay, are we done with Nagoose? Yeah, uh, I do think it shows Nagoose is. He's there. He's there. He's, He's there. there. I mean, just got to put it together. I think he was. I mean, he was the second favorite going into the final. Yeah. And it was kind of weird for him not to medal. I think a lot of people had him meddling. I was certainly surprised he didn't medal. Yeah. Um, so, Nagus, he's going to be. I think he's going to learn from. Hey, okay, I could just beat Josh Kerr. I closed on him. Got fifth at Worlds. Let's put that together. And then at the Olympics, I get my medal. Yes. So I'm rooting for that. We'll rooting for that. Yeah, absolutely. I did think it was funny. So on the results, so this is in Zurich, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a Switzerland version, a uh, Swiss version, yeah, and an American version. Oh, I didn't realize that. You can translate it. Oh, did not realize that. So if you click on like a different flag, it changes the name. Some uh, some of the athletes' last names get translated to Swiss. Oh, interesting. What language did they speak? Swiss a language? Swiss isn't a language. 
What language do they teach? Do they say in Switzerland? This is me. This is. Hold on. Language in Switzerland. French. I see French, Italian, German. Okay. Yeah, Swiss is not it, a language. That's on no. me. But anyway, I think it's. I was like, I don't think. I think it's, it got translated to French. Okay. But I saw like an American coal stool. The translation of hawker in French is stool. And I was like, Cole Stool just ran 330 something. Oh, goodness. There's a guy named Cole Stool who's one of the best 15 meter runners I didn't know in you the US. The language. That's good to know. And I realized, that? okay, Cole Stool translated to Cole Hawker. Gotcha. Hawker and Stool, those are good to know. translations. So Good to know. I kind of like Stool better. Cole Stool? Cole Hawker. Cole Stool. Cole Hawker. All right, Cole Stool. Uh, men's 5K. Can I just say I was really impressed? Like this was literally four days after Worlds. Who like they ran about? the like Ravala, who was in that five K at Worlds, ran a five K four days ago. So you're saying they should have been more tired? Yes. I don't think so. We saw Safana no. San run a ten K. Safana San's on a whole other level. Yeah. Safana San is on a whole different like level spectrum she does it all i think you could I, it's a fact i can't even imagine running a 5k hard 5k in the heat plus travel that all makes this question. stuff and then run another 5k and they ran it fast four, they ran four days. yes that no, is crazy it's not that crazy it's crazy. What it would be crazy. Maybe from a sprinter's perspective. Yeah, from a sprinter's. Yeah. It's crazy. They're running. They run. You do know distance runners like run. Yes, every I day. know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's ridiculous. How do they do that? It's crazy. It would be interesting to see how often uh, elite distance runner could run a fast 5k until they break apart. Like, how many back-to-back sub 13s could Kajelka run? Because he just ran 12:46. Yeah. You. I bet you every. Th- four days he could run sub 13 minutes in a 5k for like a month at least maybe i mean by the end of the month you'd be like his career is over but it would be an interesting thought experiment you yeah. see how often like how how many times could kachogi run a 60 minute half marathon oh gosh back to back i bet you kachogi could run a 60 minute half marathon every week Oh my for gosh. for a year, Gordon. I bet you could run 50, no thousand percent. I think you could run a no. sixty minute half marathon every Sunday for a, for a year. No, N- Gordon, a year. Yeah, fifty two times, once a week, every Sunday. What are you doing? Kipchoge jogs. Are you a, training? If or? he wants to recover, train. He could run a sixty minute not. half marathon every Sunday for a year. No. I would like to know what the chat thinks about that. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. No, I think that's possible. The guy can run sub two hours in a marathon. I'm sure you could do his pace half of that. You run 100 mile weeks. I'm sure you could do it. It's 13 miles. One 13 mile hard effort every week for a year, 1,000%. Again, how. I'm thinking in my brain from like a sprinter's perspective. If I was to run a 400, a hard 400, yeah, once a week. What's 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 your 400 PB? 
Well, in your I don't prime. like in your prime. I don't. Well, split. I split forty nine. Four, I right, split forty nine one time. Okay, so let's say fifty splat. Okay, fifty. Could you run a twenty five second two hundred every no. week, once a week? No. You couldn't run twenty five second flat in the two hundred on a Sunday. In your prime. Yes. And then a week later, do the same thing. Twenty five seconds. I just can't imagine doing that for a whole year. Twenty five seconds. It's only twenty five seconds. I get it. Like that's just like done. But like, you could run the a amount 20. of stress that put that you put your body through through a four hundred, and doing that repeatedly, you also have to have like strength training for that. It's also sprinting's different from distance running. That's what I'm saying. Like sprinting me, is like explosive muscles, whereas distance running it's not. Yes. So your body can more likely fall apart and break because you pull. You can easily pull something. Then okay, let's just say I don't running. pull anything. Yeah. That's still. I do think it's a difference though asking to do a hard sprint once a week than it is to do a long distance run once a week. But for Kajelka, like that that's in their wheelhouse, yeah. you know? Yeah, you are right though. It is kind of impressive that they did run this fast four days after <laughs> Worlds. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kajelka runs 12.46, Borrega 12.54. Wasn't that much of an interesting race competitive-wise. Right. Grijalva still finishes fourth again. Guys, the king of fourth place. I was cheering so hard. King of fourth place, Grijalva. And then Grant Fisher, I think, is the big uh, story here. Yeah. Obviously, dealing with injury to his femur, doesn't make the world's team. And he, instead of reacting to not making the world's team, where the way I would react is be like, all right, season's over. <laughs> Time to just chill out. Oh, no. He, There's he, money out there to chase, Gordon. He, he stayed motivated <laughs> and stayed fit and ran 12.54. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which goes to show that making now the making the men's 5k team is now slowly becoming one of the harder teams to make if someone of grant fisher who can run 1254 and get third in this diamond league race beat grohalva who got fourth at worlds is the guy who's not even on your team that shows how good the men's 5k has got on the u.s side um and i'm sure it's gonna make who makes the olympic team even more interesting because right if fish, you have to think a health, uh, like a perfectly healthy Fisher, you should put in the top three. So then you think, who do you take out? Abdi Hamidi, you're not taking out. He won. You, would th I guess you would say, oh, you take Chalimo out because he's on the older side. But Chalimo's a gamer, and then you also think about Cooper Tier is going to be better, and it's just like, what are you going to do? Makes it hard. It does. All right, let's rapid fire the rest of these uh, results. Atolio Ghoul. Um, wasn't able to hold on to the pace with Laura Muir. Laura Muir, 1,500-meter runner. Just pew, wins in 157. Yep. Seeing Aikens get fourth and Rogers get sixth, I thought they would finish a little bit higher because they're going against mainly 1,500-meter runners. But, mm -hmm. hey, it's the 800. Anything can happen. Women's steeple. Same thing. It was interesting. Worlds. It's Worlds. A little closer finish, but I didn't really get much from it. Danielle Williams wins the 100 hurdles. And I think, interestingly, on the women's pole vault, which happened yesterday. That was really interesting. Nina, yeah. Nina Kennedy got a lifetime best uh, PRing and now owns the world lead, 491. World lead, area record, meet record, personal best, all the records Nina Kennedy got yesterday. All right. As Mondo we get, we also attempted the world record, missed, and I was really upset, but it's okay. 
He's going to miss the world record a lot. You got to get used to that. I know. I mean. It happens. Like, I, I just feel like Mondo just kept dropping world record breaking jumps. And then now I'm like, another world record. What could Mondo do that's not chasing a world record? That'll be interesting or more fun or like a different type of fun. I feel like he would have to do a completely different event. Like run a hundred? Yes. Like how fast can Mondo DePlantis run a hundred? Can Mondo train to break 10 seconds in a hundred? I feel like he could. Ah, Mondo wait, cannot wait, wait, break 10 seconds wait, in a hundred. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe like... I think he could get maybe, up to like 10-2. I was thinking 10-3. That, 10-2-10-3. That came into my head. If he could train though... Maybe they're in an off year. He should be like, I'm not doing That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that would be take, so interesting. Take a break from the pole vault and just do the 100 for a year. The year of the 100. Okay, he went 10... He went 10-5. He 10, went 10, 10, 6, 10, 5, 7. Oh, wind dated. 10, 6, 9, but no wind indication back in well, 2018. Well, wind is 2.1 wind, so it's okay. basically no wind. So 10-5. No. 2.1 is, is very similar to 2.0. No, as a... For me, no. Wind... Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not going to even go there. So probably 2. about 2.1 or 2.0. Do you know the difference between that? Probably about 10.6. Without wind. Well. He's a 10.5 guy. Okay, fine. And, he did and that, that was back school. in 2018. So just imagine how fast That's he is high now. school. He did that in high school. Right. So you can run That was the last time he's done it. 10.2. So for me to be, I don't know. I think, yeah, I would want to see 100 from Mondo. I also think maybe he could do a thing where he tries to like... Do, like, pole vault tricks. Oh, no. See, now, no. Like, dunking? Like, you know, some backflip no. stuff? No. No. Why not? It makes me nervous with the pole vault. True, it is not safe. It makes me very nervous. And now you're adding tricks? I do want to see him not. try to win a Diamond League in one attempt. That'd be interesting. So, like, he just waits for everyone to, to, to knock themselves out. Mm-hmm. And then he just does one attempt. <laughs> I would, yes. See, that'd be interesting. So he like, see, like, everyone's out at 588. He goes, all right, I'll pass 588 as well. I'll do 590. One attempt, go home, eat a cheeseburger, call it a day. Okay. I think you should let Mondo know. Win a Diamond League in one attempt, I think should be on his bucket list. Same. Let's do that. I'd rather see that than a world record. What's the difference between 623 and 622? It's like, okay, cool. You, we know you're the GOAT. <laughs> but how high can the goat go? He's making world records boring. Let's be honest. No, I'm still intrigued. You are intrigued. I was, as I a... was like glued to my computer when they're like, "Okay, he's going for the world record attempt that he tried to accomplish in Budapest." I was like, "Okay, hang yeah. on, guys, pause." I mean, not write this article at this very second. Mondo's on the on the runway. But is it really a difference to seeing a 622 and a 621 and a 620 and a 619? No. Yes. It's not that. It's a centimeter. Hey, it's a new world record. It, it, I think world records are more that's interesting. Like saying, that's like saying 1919-1918. No. But the problem is it's different. How's because, it different? Because we're not it's seeing Noah Lyles run 1931, then 1930, then 1920. Like, okay, Noah Lyles goes 1918, then 19... Sprinting doesn't have world records happen over and over again the way field events do. That's very true. And, like, pole vault's in a weird situation where typically world records you should only be able to do, like, once or twice in your career. Whereas in the pole vault, he does it 
once or twice in a weekend. <laughs> so it, it loses a little bit of its pizzazz because it's like... Hey, it's just Mondo. And when the goat is out there, I want to see it. Like, if if the if Usain Bolt, if the men's 100 had the same type of uniqueness the way the men's pole vault does, you and Bolt was like a Mondo, Bolt would have like a very different career. Bolt would have like 12 9.5s. Well, he has one nine five. You know, it's just because, and then we would look at it different. Like world records just don't grow on trees in track events the way they do. You're very, very right about that. Anyway, see, I'm right on some things, including the yeah, no allows. Yeah, I take. I agree. Not no allows things. I agree on your statement. It is difficult. Those track times are ridiculous. All right, let's see if the chat saying Does chat have anything? Probably all against me. I just want to know what they thought about running a sub running a half marathon every weekend for a year that's right yeah no i don't think anyone has mentioned that okay well i'm curious see the thing about our chat is i don't look at it often enough and then they just decide to have a conversation about nothing that we're talking about so the entire time we were talking about kipchoge running a half marathon at 60 minutes for a year mm-hmm they're talking about Allison Felix and Gabby Thomas and what they were at the age 27. Mm, okay. But like Gabby Thomas wasn't even at this meet and like that's what's on their mind. I love our chat. Our chat's awesome. All right, uh, like and subscribe. Olivia, thanks for listening. Hope you guys like our temporary studio. We'll be here till November. Then new studio, November. Tyler, thanks for producing as always. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to do this pod yesterday. I asked Tyler to move it to today, and he let me. Thank so, you, Tyler. Tyler, you are amazing. <laughs> uh, we'll be back to our typical Mondays, 1230 Central. Moving forward, talk about some cross country, talk about more track. Uh, is anyone interested in running in China? I haven't looked I at have the Starless. I have not even I haven't looked at Starless. Well, I've been gone to get go that far. We'll talk about it on Monday. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and uh let's get into it. End of the end of the season and the start of cross. Yes. Can't wait. All right. Like and subscribe. Thanks. Bye.